Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. It's an honor, it's a mission, oh my goodness, what a mission it is. Uh, it gets more and more every day, and I'm thinking, Lord, are you sure you got the right gal called to this? Because I'm not sure you do. But we're going to keep trudging along. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we... Give you praise and only you praise for all the blessings in our lives. We thank you, Father, for life. We thank you, Father, for your love, your grace, and your mercy, and for your forgiveness. Oh, how patient you are with your people, with your children. We are a confused little lot and a selfish little lot. Father, thank you for never giving up on us. And I pray that we will turn to you in all things. I ask, Father, for your protection over this nation, over your people, over President Donald Trump and his family, and all those, Father, who are in leadership. If they are not your children, may they soon find their way to you. Lord, we, you can see as well as anyone better, you know, all things, that we're in a mess, a mess that we have created ourselves. And the only way out is to look up to you. What a nation that has fallen away from God is experiencing all the sins now. Father, I just pray that you use CSC Talk Radio. I thank you for Daniel as he is getting ready to join us, Lord. I thank you for what he is doing with Power of the Future and what it means to this nation, what it means to those out here in rural America. He's boots on the ground, Lord. Thank you for that and his staff as they work diligently to help me as we make nonsense. Not we make sense out of nonsense every single day, if there is such a thing. For such a time as this, Lord, you have brought me here, and you have brought those who are listening here. And I thank you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, you know, I was going through the list again, (laughs) and I was listening to another show this morning. Actually, it was a new show. It was from Epic Times. And they were just kind of hitting the headlines. And Daniel is going to join us here in just a few minutes, and he'll be glad to know I've, I've kind of kept the monologue short today. <laughs> so we'll have a little more time. The shortest hour of the day might be a tad bit longer. But confusion. Confusion is what I'm going to concentrate on today. One of the cruelest things that has been done to the American people is to lie and misinform all of us. 
we are constantly kept in a state of confusion by the politicians today. We no longer have a separation of powers, which was a safeguard for our liberties. We are witnessing what goes on beyond the politics. I have said many times there's only one reason to disarm citizens, and that's not for the safety of the citizens. It is the safety of the tyrants. Never was about the safety of the citizens and never will be. Looking now at the atmosphere of our politics today, if an election was legitimately and legally won, why would they be afraid of transparency? They tell us, show us the evidence. Yet, with literally hundreds of sworn affidavits regarding one obstruction after the other and the fraud that took place, they refuse to look at it or even examine it. Prove to the American people we have no fraud. And allow the audits, allow the hearings to go farther. Allow the courts to review. As one of my listeners said, we shouldn't even bother with the courts. Go to the grand jury. Now that Congress showed us they do not care about these voices of the people. There are those who want to exercise the 25th Amendment, claiming the president incited the riots and he's unfit for office. Out of a crowd of nearly a million people, there was just a few who did the bad deeds. And they were bad. We're not going to even pretend that they weren't. But if that doesn't work, they're going to impeach him. Now, he only has a few days left. He must leave office before the inauguration of the next POTUS. Why? Why must he leave the office? What is what is worrying them so heavily? <laughs> the reason is, and it's simple, but it confuses us. The process of which they are attempting yet another coup. They didn't win legally, and Trump knows too much. And Trump cannot be allowed to run for office again. They can't have that happen. He just about messed up the swamp. He got it all swirled up and everything. It won't be enough to remove him either. They will need to punish Trump and his entire family. Make an example of them, lest those 75 million patriots try to stand for liberty ever again. The Pelosi's of Congress, and there are many, are out to destroy this nation for personal gain and personal satisfactions. They are, in fact, criminals. And we're not just talking about Democrats, either. It is confusing at all that, uh, is it confusing at all that Governor Cuomo now wants to unlock New York? Two things I see happening here. They will further their pandemic by forcing new regulations and permanent regulations to further control we the people. Or we'll stop hearing, eventually, we'll just stop hearing the body counts and the positive counts, which are daily thrown at us. Just like after Bush. No more death counts were given on a daily basis in the media, even though there were plenty of deaths even yet going on in the Middle East with the leadership of Obama. Oh, Biden will never be seen as a legitimate president because there was absolutely no transparency, none. And O'Biden, like Obama, does not love the American people. 
You can say whatever you want. You can say you didn't like his policies, but Donald Trump loved the people of this nation, and he loves this nation. And with that, I'm going to bring on Daniel Turner. And uh, he was he had a really good tweet earlier this week about the difference between the 25th Amendment and uh, an impeachment. And I'm going to let him kind of t- share that with you. But welcome. Welcome back, CSC Talk Radio. Don- Daniel, how are you doing? Oh, it's always wonderful to be with you, and thank you so much for the intro. And before I even mention that, I just I, I want to thank you again for what you said about rural America, who always needs a champion, right, regardless of uh, the, the, the current administration, the next administration, regardless of what the future brings, um, the men and women of rural America, be they farmers, ranchers, oil and gas, coal workers, um, they really don't have very many champions. It's a demographic shift in our country, right? The majority of people now live in big cities, and so they care about big cities. Um, and that hasn't been the history of our country. The majority of us lived in rural America. It's really just an hour light in my lifetime that that demographic shift has happened. Um, and it has created some chaos. And rural America doesn't have a lot of people who understand it, who defend it, who stand up for it. And, um, and without rural America, we don't have food, we don't have power, we don't have soldiers most of the time, right? Men and women in the military overwhelmingly come from, from rural country. Uh, so, they need champions, and you are definitely a champion of them. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I, uh, I agree with you 100%. You know, I came from the city to rural America. <laughs> I lived in the Midwest, but I came from Kansas City to rural America, and I fell in love with it. Uh, they're the most stubborn and hardworking people I've ever met, and very loyal. Once you win their loyalty, they stick with you. I hear music. We're heading into that first break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have with us today Daniel Turner. He's going to explain a little thing to us about the difference between the 25th Amendment and impeachment when we return. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Daniel and Beth Ann will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com of the show uh, with Power of the Future. You can visit their website, powerofthefuture.com. They've got some great stuff there you can read and kind of stay on top of what's going on. And there's so much going on, Daniel. It's just it's just mind-boggling and head-spinning. It's, it's unreal. It was a crazy weekend with all the censorship that's going on. And, of course, Parler is dead now. <laughs> so... It, it's just nuts. And the impeaching and then uh, 25th Amendment, these things they're throwing out as if, you know, as if just taking over on the 20th wasn't enough. They've got to impeach this president. And uh, I've got to let you yeah. kind of talk about that. You had some pretty good stuff on Twitter about that earlier this week. Well, one of my concerns is that they're using those two phrases interchangeably, 25th Amendment impeachment as if it were the same legal precedent, right? And and uh, we all know what impeachment is. The president's already been impeached once. Several presidents have been impeached before him. Um, and that is for the act of committing what the House deems a crime, right? Uh, so if, if there is a wrongdoing, um, it's brought before the House. They have almost a trial, as we all witnessed a couple months ago. And then there's a hearing about it, and there's a, a, a verdict. The 25th Amendment is uh, a provision so that in the case of physical or mental health, um, the cabinet can have the president removed. Really, it was set aside because of someone like FDR, who had been president for so long, whose health was questionable. Um, and what happens is that someone raised finally the valid question, what happens if the president has a heart attack and is in some sort of 
uh, a coma state. Uh, well, how long do we wait, right? And so that, that was put into, into position for those circumstances, but they're not the same. And so it's a little frustrating to say, well, if we don't use the 25th Amendment, we'll have to impeach him. Um, that's kind of like saying, well, if you didn't commit a crime, then we're going to have to buy you a car. Well, well what, that's not a logical <laughs> explanation, right? So it shows that, look, I understand people want to get rid of the president. They want him removed. And they have a right to be angry. People have a right to be frustrated, and they have a right to express their opinion. But we can't start making up laws, um, and that leads to more anarchy. So if you want to find a vehicle by which the president should be removed, you have to follow a legal precedent. You have to follow some sort of of guidance that will hold up to the scrutiny of Again, many people who are angry right now, and if we're going to invent things, if we're going to invent laws that were broken or we're going to invent uh, circumstances, you're going to – I don't think you're going to heal. I don't think you're going to win over people. I think you're going to create a lot more frustration. I wish cooler heads would prevail in many circumstances, and – Going back to rural America and the divide, I think one of the things that I am grateful for to no longer live in the city is during COVID, during lockdown, um, you're on top of your neighbors. You can't go out. You can't go to a bar. You can't have friends over. I I have so many friends who their frustration level is just that, especially in a place like D.C. or New York where my family is, they do have neighbors ratting them out if you have more than 10 people over. I have friends who close where I used to live in Washington, D.C., that had about 15 people in their backyard, and the neighbors called the police on them. Um, so when you add all of that onto the anger at what happened last week, the anger of just the political anger we have in this country right now, the uh, uh, the censorship anger, the tech anger, and then you watch in the news, and you can't go out, and you can't go to a restaurant. I think there's a boiling point that's that's happening, and we need cooler heads to calm those boiling points down and not have things get worse, because I think things could very much get worse if we're not careful. I hope they don't, um, but I fear that they might, because there's an awful lot of anger in this country right now, and it's getting worse. Well, and I read today, and I was listening to, uh, I can't remember his name, but he does a, uh, he does a podcast or a live talk, actually, for Epic Times, and, uh, well, with Epic Times, they carry it anyway, and uh, he was talking about the president um, calling out the National Guard. Um, it's uh, a martial law just for the D.C. area, mm-hmm. and um, people are making all kinds of you know, they're throwing out all kinds of conjectures as what this is about and what this is. Of course, every, you know, if you listen to the mainstream media, it's because they're expecting uh, the Trump supporters to come in all armed. And and uh, there's rumors going around about uh, armed people at every capital in every state uh, on Inauguration Day. You know, that's wrong. I, I mean, it's okay to protest and have your arms on your side, you know, uh, we have open carry here in in Missouri. It's not necessarily wise to open carry. In fact, somebody told me a long time ago, a woman shouldn't open carry. Hmm. But, um, um, you know, we, that is a right 
but that doesn't necessarily make it smart. And uh, you know, in the scripture, just because all things are benefit are are permissible doesn't mean they're beneficial. <laughs> no, and, uh, exactly. You know, it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you should do just because you have the right to do it. We we have to hold some responsibility as well as for the the atmosphere. Um, none of us believe that this was a legitimate election. And they have caused that to continue to grow with their lack of transparency and their mm-hmm. pushing aside these affidavits signed by hundreds and hundreds of people, uh, sworn affidavits, I mean, by perjury, I mean, considered perjury by law if they're found to be lying. They won't even look at them. And, uh, and it just goes on and on and on. And then it's like, we've got to get him out of office. We can't let him stay in there these 12 or 13 or 14 days. Well, why? Why? Yeah. What are, what are they afraid of, Daniel? I think that's the biggest thing is they leave so much open with keeping the American people censored and controlling what we hear. We haven't got a clue what's going on. We don't believe anybody in the media anymore. No. And and you mentioned Epic Times, and they're a great publication, and I've been on with them a couple of times. Oh, they are great. And they really are, and they real they were uh, created because of a bunch of um, patriotic Americans of Chinese descent who are so concerned about um, uh, China's influence in the world and what China does and how China manipulates truth and controls their people and and really has a number of folks um, um, believing that the, the Chinese model is better than the American model. Um, and, and sadly, I think there's a lot of young people right now growing up in America who who could maybe even think that that is a better way to go. You look at things like their their social credit score um, that uh, allows them certain privileges if they act and behave a certain way. Well, we're starting to see that even in America with some of this tech censorship, that if that idea is not allowed, um, well, then we'll just remove it from our platform. And now you see people who... People and, and there's always that libertarian argument. Well, it's a private platform, Facebook, Twitter. They can do what they want. Um, a funny counter to that as well. If businesses can do what they want, can I open my business? <laughs> well, no, you can't. Uh, COVID says you have to keep it locked. But but there is also there something out there now when they talk yeah. about that because it's just been just a few years ago. It was during Obama's administration when the Supreme Court recognized corporations as persons. Yes. So if they are a person, are they allowed to to do what they're doing just because they're a private company? They're incorporated, so aren't they a person? This this just doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm I'm legal-minded. I'm very simple-minded at times. But it makes absolutely no sense, and it's just doing more to confuse and upset and anger the American people. It's almost like they want us to blow our tops yeah, and and now you're seeing a, a new stage of that, which I think is um, when I talked about cooler heads prevailing, and this is something that I think is. And then is, I lost mine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's growing and it's becoming more of a problem. Is okay, so Facebook, social media, Twitter—they've said you're not allowed to have your account. But now banks are threatening. Well, you can't bank with us anymore. Um, we've already seen companies like Uber. 
uh, and and a lot of the, the the platforms that you find on your smartphone. You can't use us. You can't use Booking.com to rent a hotel room uh, if, if you know they have kicked off people who they consider they don't like their point of views. Um, so it's not just social media platforms, but it's actually companies now. Well, if I can't book a hotel room, if I can't have a bank account, if I can't direct deposit my paycheck, well, can you live in America without the, the, the tech world, right? Because that is how we function now. And if the tech world is allowed to say, well, we don't like your point of view, and therefore you are not allowed to use our, our, our platforms, well, that's a little scary. And, and people may applaud that and say, well, yes, I think their point of view is so repugnant um, they should get kicked off. But who makes that decision? And that's always the concern when it comes to censorship is who has yes. the power to make those to draw those lines. And I hear music, but I have another question, and it's, and, uh, it's along the same line. So I'm going to hang on to it, write it down so I don't forget it. <laughs> You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Dan. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner, Daniel Turner of Power of the Future, and we will both be right back. Daniel, you know, um, I was going to say a couple of two two different things here, and then something else popped up here that I want to get to before we get back into the conversation completely. Um, this thing with Forbes and others that are going to make sure anybody that was with Trump, you know, it's kind of like the old cowboy movies. I love to watch the old cowboy movies, and the bad guy says, I'll make sure you never work in this town again. <laughs> and that's what we're seeing going on. And the world is watching. I've got an article here from Epic Times. And it's Victory, uh, Victoria Kelly uh, Clark. And it's coming out of, it's an article from Australia. And several different leaders in other countries are seeing what's happening and they're not happy about it. They said, what on earth is going on? And they, they said a lot of other things. But as I'm writing this down so I don't forget to tell you what I was going to say, this pops up. Trump campaign advisor says a D.C. studio refused him, meaning Trump, because he's on a list. He was going into this D.C. studio, Daniel, to do an interview with Charles Payne of Fox Business. And they refused to let him in the studio. The President of the United States is on a list. Now, is that a coup or is that not a coup? What is that? What is going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm always concerned about people who who make lists because the ones who make lists usually put their usually put themselves on the on the good side of that list, right? <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm always concerned. Uh, about that, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it is not a welcome direction to go in. And um, mm-hmm. I do hope that Biden, when he is sworn in, he will have a tremendous platform. He'll have a tremendous power, and he can use it to calm things down. Right? He can use it just to 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 cool off temperatures. Um, and uh, I understand that there's a lot of anger on both sides of the aisle. I understand that Democrats are very angry. Um, 
Democrats are very angry and they have an awful lot of power in their hands. Um, they can use it wisely or they can overplay their hand. And if you begin to punish people who you disagree with politically, even people who had nothing to do, and that's, I think, the frustrating point a lot of us are feeling is those of us who condemned the violence and those of us who had nothing to do with the violence. I was on my farm. As far as I know, you were in Minnesota. Um, no, I was in Missouri. Uh, excuse me, in, in Missouri. I apologize. I got my hands right. um, They all start with an M. <laughs> <laughs> they both do. Um, you know, the, those of us who, who really had nothing to do with it at all and who condemn it are still being put on so quote-unquote lists, and that's the bad, that's the dangerous thing that it is not the way we've ever handled ourselves as a country. Because we right? would have had we been there, Daniel. They know that. They can judge by that. Yeah. We would have been involved had we been there. That's the way they think. Yeah, and I that's and that's a presumption that is that is, is incredibly wrong to oh, to make. Um, yeah, and and so it's it is a it is a, a shaky argument. Um, you know, but something I just saw recently that really jumped out at me um, to talk a little bit just about even the industry. Uh, you know, Secretary Pompeo earlier was talking about um, some activity in Iran, and he mentioned casually how Iran is producing 2 million fewer barrels of oil a day because of sanctions and international pressure. Um, and then of the little oil it is producing, oil prices are, are low. They're up a third in the last month. That's a little, that's something I'm monitoring, right? I mean, a third is a third higher bills, a third higher everything. So I'm not applauding the increase in, in gas price and oil prices, but they are starting to climb. Um, but of the little bit of oil Iran did produce, it was producing it at such a low dollar point, they didn't have a lot of money. And what does a country like Iran do when it gets excess cash? Well, it doesn't build schools for girls, right? It doesn't. It doesn't invest in infrastructure. It sponsors terrorism. Iran's been the world-leading sponsor of terrorism for the last 30 or 40 years. Um, and so that is something all the world should look at as something good, that we have crippled one of the, 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 the leading sponsors of terrorism and a true enemy of, of a free world. Um, but that's going to be reversed. Right? It, 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 we will reverse it. We will re relieve these sanctions as the, the Obama administration did under Iran. Um, and simultaneously, we will punish the oil and gas industry, which will drive prices through the roof. Remember where oil record levels were under the Obama administration. Um, and so we will remove Iran sanctions and we will see them become flush with, with cash. And then what's going to happen as a result, right? Are we going to send more Missouri farm boys off to the Middle East to fight another war? Are we going to, uh, right? And so I'm, I'm already seeing uh, a pattern that we've, and again, and this is not trying, uh, this is not speculation on my part. This is seeing what happened in 2012, what happened in 2007, what happened during the entire Bush administration, what happened during the Clinton administration, right? This is the typical right-left combine where Democrats and Republicans really are no different. They love overseas wars. They love oh, yeah. to send farm boys to the Middle East to, to, into battle, um, and they love the specter of international diplomacy. So Biden and Kerry will 
go overseas and they will have big fancy conferences and we will be seeing our enemies rise because of energy policies that are going to be bad for America and good for them. Um, and that's where my battle is for the next four years, I guess. That's, that's mm-hmm. my biggest concern. Well, and, it, you know, you made a point, or whoever writes for your uh, website made a point in one of their articles that with all the chaos and all the things that we saw during the shutdowns, and there were some empty shelves, and there still are some empty shelves, but that's not mm-hmm. because the truckers weren't bringing them. Our energy wasn't shut off. We still had air conditioning. We still have heat. You know, you mentioned Minnesota. It's a little cold up there for me. I'm cold enough here in Missouri. And yeah. and it's, um, you know, but everybody still has heat. And I'm going to be traveling in March to speak in Utah, and I'm probably going to drive it instead of fly. And... uh you know, I'm wondering what are the gas prices going to be after O'Biden's in, in office for a few months? What's going to happen to yeah. the gas prices? You know, these well, things are on my mind, and I, I know that uh, they're on yours as well. What are they going to do? You know, are they going to gas prices again? The average today is already over $2.30 as the national average, which means clearly in certain states it's much higher than that, California being the most notable example, and in certain states. Um, and I believe Missouri always has pretty good uh, – yeah, they, they have very inexpensive gas in, in Missouri generally as a rule. But, I mean, $2.33 a gallon is the national average. Um, it wasn't long ago. It was a dollar eighty nine. Right, so that's already a noticeable difference. If you have a 23-gallon tank like I do in my in my little pickup truck, right, at 23 gallons at, at at 40 cents more a gallon, that's significant, right? And and let alone the trucker, let alone the people who are driving long haul and and hauling things, and all those prices will just get added on, tacked on to everything you're buying. And you mentioned you were going to drive instead of fly, but if you were flying. Airline companies would reflect that in the price of your ticket, and so, yeah. and that will be reflected in food. And again, this is—we uh, always knew prices were going to go up a little bit as demand started to come back. But the good news was that our supply was always going to be there because we had policies that allowed oil and gas to do what it does best, which is produce oil and gas. But we're getting ready to usher in a new administration. That sees things very differently. The the the, the Secretary of of Interior nominee Deb Haaland is on the record saying she will prohibit every new pipeline that wants to be built. Well, what's greener than a pipeline? Is putting oil and gas on a truck? Is that greener? Is is putting it on a railroad? Is that greener? There's nothing greener than a pipeline, which normally you bury and no one even sees it. Um, but we're not going to do that. Yeah, that's, it's pretty controversial, but somebody told me one time um, that there's so many pipelines going underneath Missouri, we don't even know they're there, but there's just tons of them. I hear the music, we're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner, a power of the future. And the future, we need some power in it in more ways than one. And we'll be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212 That's 800-378-3212 CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSE Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSE Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business. Grow common sense. And together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send an email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call 1-800-978-6168. 
That's MyPillow.com and the promo code is Bethann. Daniel Turner. You know, Daniel, we're in the final segment of today's show, Fastest Hour of the Day. I um, ask you on text, and I've got another question, too, or another comment. I'm going to let you just take it from both of those. Will we lose our energy independence under the administration of Biden and Kamala Harris? And another thing, through this pandemic, we've heard very little about climate change. But now I see it popping up on Twitter and everywhere else, and I think it's going to become the focus once again, and the pandemic will, for lack of better words, die down. And uh, what do you think about those two things? Well, I, I, I think, going with the second one, uh, for starters, I think the environmental movement has always wanted the power that we have seen exercised in the name of COVID. They've yeah. wanted climate change declared a national health emergency. They've wanted to declared, uh, uh, they have declared it an existential threat, however you define that. And I think there's a real eye-opening of, of the left to say, of the environmental movement to say, um, look at how they got people to curb their behavior. Look at how they got people to Stop doing things we didn't think that they should do, like drive. Right? A, a large tenant of the Green New Deal is the abolition of the combustion engine. I mean, it's, it's written in the proposal is to get rid of the combustion engine. Um, if you if you want people to stop driving, well, they've been able to get people to stop driving under COVID. They just said it was for their own good, and it was for the good of the health of the community. And then told every business you have to let your employees work from home or you have to go out of business. And all of America seemed to comply. So I think there's going to be a real push to use the same newfound powers of the, of the, uh, the COVID movement, uh, in the climate movement to say it's an even bigger threat than COVID. Uh, and therefore we need to tell you, heck, people ran for office. You can say they were hyperbolic. You can say that they were just trying to make a splash. But people did run for office saying that they should be able to have national regulations regarding people's diet because of climate change. Kamala Harris said that certain foods should be regulated because of what they contribute to climate change. And when she was asked, so your favorite cheeseburgers, you think they should be regulated? And, of course, Kamala Harris, as she always answers in a yes or no question, says, well, I think we should have a conversation about that. So maybe even she realized her, her comments were that crazy to say, you think the government has the right to regulate people's diet on behalf of climate change? Well, on behalf of COVID, they regulated people's religion. Yes, they did. Church, my parents still can't go to church in New York City because it's not good for their health. So why can't we shift from, from Jesus to cheeseburgers if it's for the good of, of the greater good of the community? And I think we will I see that I think McDonald's going along with that, but I could be wrong. Well, and again, the McDonald's has, you know, under the COVID, they've always had their drive-through. And so yes, corporations, big corporations, have loved the COVID lockdown. Yeah, no one's pointing them. out the fact that Elon Musk is now the wealthiest, 
Yeah. Elon Musk is the wealthiest person in the world, $208 billion net worth. He's climbed about $150 million, billion of that in the last couple of months. Why? Right? Because of, of government rules have made it. They've made that. Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, right? We, the government has put in rules that said a chain like Chipotle can be open, but your little Steve's Mexican diner, nope, you have to be closed. Well, why? Well, because Chipotle has lobbyists, and they have political contributions, and they have power, and Steve's Mexican diner has none of that. And it's not about what's fair or what's free or what's good. It's always about power, and the people with power have done very, very well in the last couple of months. The people without power have not. Well, and it's been exactly what's happened. And and uh, I mentioned in my monologue that Cuomo came out yesterday. And he, we just can't keep this up. We have we have to we have to open up. Yeah. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think their lockdowns were to spite Donald Trump to ruin the economy. Uh, to scare people, keep people afraid, and uh, control them. And I don't think, uh, well, it worked as far as ruining the economy, but I don't think it worked as far as turning people away from, uh, away, blaming Donald Trump for it. No, but, no, and, and, and it's, it's the real power of the media to create and push narratives. You ask an average American who's doing the worst with COVID, what governor, I think the general consensus would be Ron DeSantis because it's what you hear in the media. People, people who I know and like and trust will make fun of Florida. Oh, Florida. Everything's crazy in Florida. Florida's doing it terribly. Florida has 5 million more people than New York. They have 10,000 fewer deaths and they have a third fewer cases and their population is about 15% older than I New York. Say, that's the snowboards so, down there. How is Florida, which seems to be doing everything great? DeSantis must be scratching his head saying, why does everyone hate me? I didn't close down my economy, and yet we're older, we're more numerous, and we have fewer deaths and fewer cases. And yet Governor Cuomo is trying to explain why they are throwing vaccines away because they expired. They are literally sitting on the shelf as the, as the, as the Cuomo administration plays their woke Politics, who gets the virus first, a white doctor or a black nurse? Oof, well, I don't know. Well, how do we weigh that? Who gets the, 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 the vaccine first? Is it the elderly white person or the healthy minority? Oof, that's a tough one. Who, who is more disenfranchised? The administration can't determine their politics fast enough and they are literally throwing thousands of vaccines in the garbage that have expired sitting on the shelf because they can't come up with a policy that meets their woke politics. And yet we make fun of Florida. That's the power of the media right there. Well, maybe that's why uh, Cuomo says we can't wait for the vaccine because they keep letting it expire on the shelf. And, yeah. and that just amazes me. It absolutely does. We're in the last minute of the show. I'd ask you, too, about uh, uh, America. We've been bragging about being independent of, with energy now, and, and we see that possibly slipping away. What do you think? I, it, it will, but the good thing is that our energy will always be under our feet. And it, no matter how hard we try, we can never outsource our oil and gas and our coal to another country. And so... 
it's going to be a tough couple of years, but it will always be there when the right ideas and the right people get back into positions to make America energy independent once again. Well, I thank you because you are the white people. And uh, I thank you for standing with rural America and with our energy, the future of our energy. I mean, we we got to concentrate on the name of that. It's power the future. We have a future, and that's encouraging because right now we're all just a little bit in a fog over what's happened in this country in the last year, in the last four or five years. And uh, we don't know what's gonna what tomorrow brings. But, you know, we never know what tomorrow's going to bring. It, you know, it doesn't matter on a good day or bad day. We never know what tomorrow brings. Daniel, thank you for all that you do. Appreciate it so much. Appreciate your sponsorship of the show. And uh, you have a great week. Give us a call on Friday and let us know what's going on. Thank you so much, Daniel, for all that you do. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. You've been listening to CSE Talk Radio. We've been speaking with Daniel Turner. Power of the Future. Visit his website, powerofthefuture.com, and let's all work together to bring America home. Attention, Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. How many times do I have to tell you? I swear, it just goes in one ear and out the other. Don't you understand English? Your children are probably too polite to tell you. Hello? Those things on the side of your head aren't turnips? But they get just as frustrated when you won't listen to them as you do when they won't listen to you. Do I need to speak slower? In fact, few things show children how much they're valued and respected more than a parent's willingness to listen. Tell me what she did at work today. Studies show when parents listen, children develop better listening skills themselves. They also tend to have more self-confidence and are more likely to avoid alcohol and drugs. Now sit down here and tell me all about it. When you really listen, love is what they'll hear. Thank you for sharing that with me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org.